Hello and welcome to the Head Smart podcast with me, Kate Guest, as I share with you how being head smart rather than head full is a much better and easier way to live. I'll be sharing the interesting knowledge and research I've learned along the way on my own personal journey and how I use this to help the people I work with now. With simple head hacks to change how you think and feel, research-based information from the world of neuroscience, interviews with peers from a variety of backgrounds, and essentially a lot of laughter, a key ingredient to a positive mindset, this podcast is designed with you in mind. In this episode of the Head Smart Podcast, I'm going to be talking about Wonder Woman, Lie Detector, and Psychometric Personality Profiling. How on earth do those three things link together? To find out, listen on. You can head over to my website, kate-guest.co.uk, after the podcast to take advantage of the free anxiety release and sleep ebooks and audios. Now, one of the things I did some years ago was to do my training in DISC. And this is a type of personality profiling, psychometric profiling. And there are lots of them. The most commonly one heard of, I would imagine, is the Myers-Briggs. Now, when you say that to some people, their eyes will roll to the heavens. Yeah, been there, done that, really not impressed. And that's always amazed me because why would you do something that you wouldn't be amazed by and then use? Because they are really useful tools. They're really, they can be valuable tools. For example, I was working with somebody not so long ago, and they uh, told the person they were going to an interview for that they had done their own profile, and they'd done some personal development. And as a part of that, they could say what they were particularly good at, what they needed to pull up at times, how they communicate with other people. And the interviewer was so impressed that they had made this effort themselves, they were bringing this to the table. That's what made the difference. Now, some people argue that uh, having personality profiling or in recruitment, which is a typical place to find it, is detrimental and that it puts like brownie points against you. It really, really doesn't. That's not how I see it. And it's certainly not how I use it. So how do I use it? I hear you all shout. I use it therapeutically. So, for example, if somebody like myself on the DISC profile, D stands for dominant, I for influencing, S for steadiness, and C for compliance. And I'll explain that a little bit more in a moment. But my typical style is IS. So if we looked on a graph with a midline section, I'm very much above the line for my I, my influencing. That's very chatty, breathy, would normally talk very quickly. I've got to remember to slow it down for the podcast so I don't upset those of you who are a different profile and like to have things said at a much slower pace. Now, the S part of me is the steady part, the how I done everything? Is everything okay? Are you okay? Can you hear me all right? Do you need me to stop and pause while you go and get a cup of tea? Looking out for everybody. Apparently, the best generals in the military are a high S profile because they're going to be looking out for everybody. They want everything covered, real team players. Now, the D person is the more dominant, decisive, directive, wants the bottom line, no fluff. And the C person is, wants lots of data, 
lots of information. Can you go through that once more at the right place? Do they have everything they need? Now, the this profile or any other, there's no right or wrong. It doesn't mean you're good or bad. It simply means you're showing up as you. And for me, I say therapeutically, the beauty of it is if you know, I just mentioned, I can very easily talk too quickly. So if I know that, if I understand it, I go, ah, okay, I need to be more aware of this. And it doesn't mean to say that I don't get carried away and I chat away for ages. But on the other hand, I know there are times I need to slow down. Now, one of the other points on my profile particularly is a very low C, attention to detail. What was I, sorry, what, what, was, what was I saying? <laughs> you get the picture. So I need to dial that up in lots of situations. So when I was, um, when I base this, uh, I quite often mention nursing. I've realized that in these podcasts, it was a career I was so desperate to get away from. And yet it was part of 35 years for me. And I based my assessment, my DISC assessment on a situation where there would be myself on duty. It was a big practice, lots of patients. The other nurse would be off sick, so I'd have to absorb her client list, patient list for the day, unless they could cancel some of them. Then there would be the walk-ins off the street, the walk-in wounded, that happened every day there'd be somebody. And then there could be a cardiac arrest. That's when my personality profile changed because I had to be more detailed. I had to be more directive. I also had to be more influencing. There's somebody phoning the ambulance. There's somebody getting in the crash trolley. Uh, somebody even wedged the door open at the back. Otherwise, the ambulance crew are not going to be able to get in. All these sorts of things I had to change in that moment. So whereas I'm not typically very high D, I'm not typically direct to the point, in that moment, I had to be much more so. So it shows us our natural personality style, how we see ourselves, how we think others see ourselves, predominantly in the work sort of place. And then what are we like under pressure? So this is how I find it incredibly valuable, really, really valuable tool. Now, a lot of clients will say it's insightful, which again, is what I think. They were I never knew I did that, Kate. I never knew I spoke to my partner in that way. I didn't realize that my partner speaks in a slightly different way to me. And this is it again. It's like one person is speaking in one language and one person is speaking in another language. So if you're having issues with somebody that you, you have a relationship with, it could be a work relationship, it could be a team, personal. I'd like to you to think about when you talk to them, do you end up thinking, how did they not understand what I said? Well, I don't think they understood what's going on. I was so clear in my explanation. And you may have been in your language, in your DIS profile. But if they're very different, they will be hearing it in a very, very different way indeed. So how can you make this better? Well, just by being aware, just being aware that we have different personality types. And that this is just the tip of it. Sorry, this is just the tip of it. And that's quite difficult to say on a Friday morning, which it happens to be. So when you're talking to somebody, are you having the conversations you would like to have? Are they going in the way you'd like them to go? Or does your language need to change to fit that other person? Now, I'm not saying you're going to do this every single minute of the day, but if there are places where you want to have better communication, better experiences and better results, this is when being aware of the differences that we have is so, so clever and so, so important. So I said I was going to share with you the connection between Wonder Woman, 
the lie detector, the polygraph, and disc personality profiling. Well, it's the profiling that first brought my attention to the fact that the same man was responsible for all of these three things. So William Marston was an American psychologist. He also had a pen name when he wrote books under the name of Charles Moulton. Now, I, for me, I think this is just a, a fascinating story and a wonderful story because not only did he create the lie detector with his American wife, Elizabeth Holloway, but also he created Wonder Woman. So those original fantastic uh, Wonder Woman sketches from the early years in the early 1900s that came from William, it was all about wanting women to be more empowered. He was for women. He appreciated what they could do, what they were offering to, to the world. And his powerful images, you may not think that if you look back to the original images, this is what he was wanting to portray. And part of that came from the two most important people in his life. One was his wife, Elizabeth Holloway, but also he had a lover called Olive Byrne. Now, the lover was also Elizabeth's lover. So Olive Byrne came to join them as an assistant to work with them. And as the story goes, she fell in love with both of them and they with her. And William Marston went on to have children with both women. And when he died, I believe in his 40s from cancer, they stayed together as one big family. To me, that's beautiful. And think about the time. This is back in the, uh, you know, the early 1900s, the, I think it was in the 1940s. This is quite something for that to be going on in those days. Now back to the disc. So we've had a little bit of a love story there. And for me, such a creative person, people, the three of them together, what they did uh, and what they laid down for us to really use in later life is just amazing. Let's go back now to disc. And again, it's therapeutic use. So can you think of a particular way that you say things or do things. I'm not talking about body language. Now I'm talking about literally what you say. That could be for another podcast. Literally what you're saying and how you're saying it. Of course, there's intonation as well. If I give you an example, let me think of something just in one sentence. So if I was to say to you, I'm going to take a walk in the rain. I'm going to take a walk in the rain. I'm going to take a walk in the rain. I'm going to take a walk in the rain. Now, it's the same sentence, but I'm putting a different intonation on different words. That's going to have different meaning. And then as well as that, it's what the other person's receiving it. And they want to know, well, what do you mean? Do you want to go for a walk in the rain? Are you not bothered? Are you, are you cross? Do you want me to, to do it instead? In my case, it's because I've got to take the dogs out for yet another soggy walk later on today. So, yeah, I might be quite pleased for somebody else to take them out. So how we say things makes such a difference. But it's how they land with the other person. Another way of looking at this is text messages, emails. We may write something in our language, you know, our personality profile way of speaking, that may not be picked up at the other end by that person. I remember this years ago, I wrote, I sent a text to my son about something and was actually being, I thought, very complimentary about somebody uh, that we both knew, somebody that was specifically important to him. It was to do with a, with a work thing, a boss, something like that. And I thought, oh, this will help, you know, teenage years. This will help mum-son relationship. Oh, my goodness me. 
Did I get some flack? How dare you say that? I don't even know, Bess, if you'd remember this now, but I do. It was the probably for me the worst time for me to have been misinterpreted. So my well-meaning message to try and extend that hand of friendship and, and connecting this with, with my son actually had completely opposite effect. So just because we say something and because we mean it in however we do, it doesn't mean to say that's how it's going to be received by the other person. Now, I just paused for a moment because I wasn't even sure if I'd press record then. That's interesting, isn't it? Now, you see, that is another part of my personality. Can be very disorganized. Now, when, when I go through personality profiling with my clients, there are questions at the very end. And it asks you to tick the box, yes or minus, if you agree with certain statements. And these statements will have been generated from the answers you gave throughout the original test. <clears throat> And the third one from the bottom, I'll always remember, because I did this with my husband. I said, Stuart, can you, you say what you think? And I'm going to say what I think. And when it got to the third one, it said, can be very disorganized. And I was like, oh, how very dare you? Being very much I, very theatrical. I'm very, oh, my, me disorganized? And then he started giving me examples of when I am disorganized. And also forgetful, which I'll come on to in a moment. And the beauty of this is when we had the conversation around it, it helped me to see my blind spots. So this is another thing that this personality profiling can do for you. So you may think you're one particular way, but actually you're completely the other or some of the time. So for me, it was it was being able to go, yeah, God, I, I can be extremely organized. And some people that only know me in certain ways, maybe to do certain jobs, think I'm brilliantly organized and I can be and yet oh my goodness I can be the complete opposite as well so it's really good to have this open conversation so if you're doing this sort of thing with somebody else they're helping you to go through the questions they do need to know you very well and they really do need to be able to be totally honest with you because telling you something they think you want to hear isn't helpful and of course again that's another part of miscommunication so having got these results from mine, for example, another thing is I can be very forgetful. Now, I've always known that. And some I can remember one or two people in the past really taking the mickey out of that out of my memory. And I used to be very, very upset. And I used to beat myself up about it. I used to say, for goodness sake, Kate, you, you know, why have you forgotten that? You knew that. What? Now, I'm still forgetful. I still have to work at it. However, now I don't beat myself up about it. This, again, is the beauty of doing something like this. It doesn't mean to say I can just say, oh, well, I'm forgetful, you know, whatever. If that didn't happen or that I didn't turn up, no problem. Of course it's a problem. However, knowing that I do it, I can be mindful of it, that it happens less often. And again, I'm not going to beat myself up. And I'm just going to be honest with people about it. If I do forget, if I mess up, I'm simply going to say, I'm sorry, I got that wrong or I forgot to do that thing or whatever it might be. And again, this is another thing that's interesting. When we simply apologize, I don't mean apologize when we haven't done anything wrong. I don't agree with that. However, if we have genuinely messed up, genuinely made a mistake, whatever it is, it's far more acceptable to the other person or persons if you do that rather than covering up, rather than telling fibs just being honest hands up that was down to me take it on board take that responsibility take that ownership 
very, very important. So that's a really good part of the personality to have. So I'd encourage you all to do that. So what else can I tell you about DISC? I'd love to know what you might be thinking right now, what questions you might be asking yourself as you listen to this podcast. So I'm just going to take a guess and go through the different letters of DISC a little bit more. So the D, as I said, this is the person who wants things to be direct to the point. So can you think, is there somebody that you know that you can think when you start telling them something, you give them lots of detail, perhaps they go, no, 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 no. Just, just give me the bottom line. Just come to the point. They want just the overall picture. Now they're good leaders, very good at leadership. Not always people, but, oh, there we go. Wasn't expecting that alarm. There you go. You see, forgot I set an alarm to remind me to do something. It is just my personality. So forgive me, everybody. There's my apology right there on the podcast. So where was I? That's right. DISC wants the bottom line. They're not always people orientated. They can be more task orientated. Now, the I, I've obviously alluded quite a bit to an I. I'm a typical I personality. We also like things like, say, theatre being on stage. Give me a microphone and allow me to ad lib. And I'm happy as Larry. Put me on stage. Give me lots of lines to learn. Well, I'm going to forget some. <coughs> There's some funny stories around that, but I'll maybe share those another day. Uh, other things about the S is, uh, sorry, about the I profile is very open. We're open, we're chatty, uh, but also can be bad with our attention span to, what was I saying? There we go again. I mean, joking there, obviously. But yeah, it can be sometimes difficult to keep us on task to one thing. We're great at starting something, not always so great at finishing. But again, we need to be aware of it. Now, the S profile is good at finishing things, is good at taking care of more details. And the other part of my profile is S. I'm an IS. Now, that, of course, also does, going back to the nursing that I keep mentioning, makes sense. You know, caring, nurturing, looking out for everybody, team player. That's a very typical S person. The C. Now, with S a little bit and C, certainly this one. Because the C person is excellent for checking facts, figures, details. Now, if you're going on holiday and you want to make sure you've got your passports, tickets, taxi book, you don't ask me. You ask the C person because they will have checked everything and double checked. Everything will be done ticked off. There'll be a tick list. Absolutely brilliant. This is the person you want. Now, again, with a C person, um, and I've, I've got a few friends who are very much high C. And it took me a little while to realize this. So I would have, this is some years ago, and I would have this idea. And I would say to my friend, oh, let's do this thing together. We could create this thing, da, 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 da. And I'm flying off. And my friend went, Kate, no. What, what do you mean? Why, why would I want to do that? And, and when were you thinking of? And what does that look like? And what all the detail, detail, detail. And I was like, well, we'll just, we'll just do it. It'll be fun. We'll just do it. Very experiential. And it took me a few years to realize that my friend was this different type of personality. So now I would say, shall we do this at this time, at this place? And then I'll recheck and I'll keep it all nice and steady. I always check back in again. That gives us a really good relationship. Now, it doesn't mean I can't fly off and come up, you know, get a little bit carried away. But I do have to come back down and check in. And again, again, that gives fluidity to our conversations. So and a C person, another thing is that they are, uh, the, the person that might 
check all the typos in an email. Now that will sort of flash up or reading a book, all those typos in a book will flash up right away. They're always looking for that attention. Now on the slightly downside for a C personality, this is predominantly C, of course, we're all a mixture of everything. If they're so busy checking facts and details and checking and rechecking, that can cause inertia. They don't just go, sometimes we just need to get going just to do the thing, even if it's not perfect, like this podcast. I could have stopped every now and again if I've made a mistake, asked Tom to edit it. And I did that in the beginning. No, just leave it in. It's absolutely fine. Just do it. Sometimes we just need to get things out, even if they're not perfect. So let's think again about DISC. If you had the dream team, you would have those four components. If you had somebody, predominantly D, predominantly I, predominantly S, predominantly C, you've got somebody there taking care of absolutely everything. Now, I mentioned that we are a mixture, and this is, this is the case. So we will never be just one. I, I do know of just a few people who are one, one of those letters in particular. That's rare. Most of us are a combination, two or even three. And again, we go in and out of them during the day with what's going on. And certainly things will change under pressure. Now, if you are interested in what I've said, if you'd like to learn more, you can head over to my website after this podcast. There is a page there about DISC and you can simply Google it. <clears throat> Excuse me, throat's getting as well. <clears throat> you can also Google it and you can look up William Marston, Wonder Woman, The Lie Detector, any of these things and learn a lot more about personality profiling. What I would ask you to do is to at least think about yourself, your communication, and how's that working out for you? And if it isn't, why? Could it be you're simply not saying it in the language that the other person needs to hear it? And when we begin to appreciate each other's, <clears throat> excuse me again, Frogs in the throat this morning. When we begin to really appreciate each other's style, oh my goodness, life can it can be life changing. Just looping back to the client I was thinking of earlier on this morning, one client in particular, we were working on certain things which I won't mention, and we'd use disc as part of this. But they also said that their relationship with their partner had improved so much because they could really recognize, just from us doing it together over a couple of hours, they could really recognize the difference uh, of their partner to themselves. And they were, they were changing their conversations and they were getting a different result. So they were getting a better experience. And for me, the bottom line in all of this is for life to be the best experience it can possibly be. So I am going to leave you with that thought today and I look forward to speaking to you in the next podcast. So for now, take care. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Head Smart with me, Kate Guest. And why not pop over to iTunes and leave a rating? I'd love to know what you think and how this has helped you. And you can find out more about me and the work I do on my website, kate-guest.com. Co.uk. Have a head smart week and do join me again on the next Head Smart podcast.